wait. I think she's muted. <laughs> I don't hear anything she's saying. Uh oh. Wait, I don't know. I really can't hear you. What happened? Oh, I have no. no idea. Damn, we love Zoom. <laughs> One, two, three. Okay, I'm ready. Cool. Um, what our lives are like and who we are. Ha Ha, an FSAP podcast. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Ha Ha, an FSAP podcast. Today, you're joined with Ian, Sophia. And Marie. And we also have a special guest here today. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, um, my name is Francesca, Francesca Doctolero. Um, and yeah, I'm excited here. <laughs> <laughs> um, do I? Okay, so um, I graduated from Ryerson University um, with a bachelor's degree in architectural science. Um, I've graduated 2019, so it's already been like a year of working um, in the creative industry. <laughs> and I think that's yeah. a, a good way to branch off this episode, I guess. So um, what made you originally pursue your degree in Ryerson? Um, yeah, so, okay. Um, my <laughs> my dad's actually an architect um, oh, okay. in the Philippines. In the Philippines. Um, and he's he is um, pursuing um, his license in the U.S., so that's like another thing that he's currently doing. But he is—he graduated in, if you guys know, um, University of UST. I think that was like called. UST. University yeah. Yes, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, he graduated there, and I don't know. I just ever since I was young, I just grew up loving in the art the creative industry I had a point in my life where I actually wanted to pursue fine arts bachelor's in fine arts um but I mean I see my dad um I think okay so my dad's actually my dad was actually in the U.S. for 10 years um so I didn't really grow grew up with him physically being there But because I grew up in the Philippines, sorry, I context. Mm-hmm. Yes, I grew up in the Philippines. Um, okay. And I didn't see him 10 years. And during that time, that's when I just kind of, oh, okay, um, art, just, I just wanted anything to do um, creatively inclined, anything, field whatsoever, drawing, all that. Um, mm-hmm. But then when I got to Canada, this actually the time that I actually physically saw his work. So that was when I'm just like, oh, this is very creatively inclined or a creative industry. Because um, like, I think what people think about architecture, it's mostly kind of linked to engineering and all that, which mm-hmm. is solely based like mathematics and all mm-hmm. structure aspects to it. But there is a huge design aspect to it that I, I very much so enjoy. So mm-hmm. um I decided to actually apply to U of T, to Ryerson, and to Waterloo. Those are the three schools I applied to. Um, and mm-hmm. I just ended up um, deciding to go to, I decided to go to Ryerson because I don't know, like, you know, when like, like entrance exams are harder, you just, and you get in, you just kind of want to just pick that because it was harder to get into. <laughs> Yeah, it was that. It was definitely that <laughs> for me because it was like it was quite a little. I was a little um, intimidated by how Ryerson filters their um, architecture students, so that kind mm-hmm. of was 
okay, if I get into this, I might pick this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, sure. Yeah, that was, yeah. I'm pretty sure U of T is like a good school, but I decided to go to Ryerson. <laughs> yeah. Do you, yeah ever, do you ever regret not having pursued fine arts? Um, well, I'm pretty sure, yeah, there was some parts. Um, <laughs> like, I think, um, actually, fine arts, not, fine arts, not so much because I've also seen um, a lot more creative people. <laughs> and I'm like, sometimes I think about it, and I'm just like, oh, I would never have survived. <laughs> That's like, uh, like, I think it's, it's such a competitive industry. Um, the whole mm -hmm. fine arts. Um, I have so much friends who are very creative in terms of um, traditional art, like painting, all that and digital mm -hmm. art. Um, and I, I'm nowhere near them. But at the same time, it's all the eagerness to it, right. But mm -hmm. I don't know, like, I there were times that I regretted taking taking architecture <laughs> I'm not gonna lie yeah. not necessarily wishing I took fine arts but um th there was a point and I'm pretty sure if you ask some of my peers from Ryerson um <laughs> architecture I'm pretty sure there was a point where they they just wished that that program wasn't for them but yeah yeah <laughs> I mean you yeah. say you would never survive in fine arts but I feel like your business really emphasizes your creativity <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can you talk a little bit about I guess what your business is but like how that started up because I really do think like the pursuit of that business where you showcase your skills is like showcasing your capacity as like an artist yeah um yeah okay so I'll plug it the create and cut lab <laughs> um, that is yes, plug I, it I, all you want <laughs> I started it this year um and I think it was kind of like it was because of I you know when you have the feeling of like okay after four years of undergrad um, I'll be happy you know I'll have the job that I want I'll have this mm -hmm. I'll have that and I think that exactly happened to me I um, I had my dream job I I always starting um when I started architecture school I always wanted to work at this firm it's called B and H. And I've always wanted to go there and I applied and I got in. Um, and I think at that moment, I was like, okay, like, this is very nice. I was in the design team, I modeled, I, I um, designed for them, all that. But at the same time, at like a certain peak, this was September 2019. Um, around like probably December or November, I was like, oh my God, is this my life? <laughs> it was kind of like yeah. a quarter life crisis, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but it's it's kind of like, I mean, I enjoy what I do. It's different every day, but at the same time, it's um, it's like, it's corporate, right? So it is, um, it is still different from like having to be your own boss and all that. Um, that's why I kind of like pursued my business um mm -hmm. that was I started that January 2020 with not much preparation I know but it's um it was a f fun time just because um I was able to honestly just do I didn't have an Etsy store I just did like um for myself or for my friends never really mm -hmm. like charged people for that mm -hmm. but then at the same time when I started getting quite a bit of like um like commissions I was like okay I gotta 
I got to start an Etsy shop. Yeah. <laughs> this is like yeah. quite hard to control, yeah. but um, I think um, that was that mostly. But I, I don't know. I just don't, I, I don't think that it is in the creative industry, but I think this is what other artists with like a very um, specific thing that they're doing <laughs> would say just because yeah. I, I use reference photos. So it's quite, for me, I don't really consider myself that much of an artist. Um, so so right. yeah, it's just, you know, those are the, yeah. s- some sort of issues that I, um, that I kind of have to deal with, but I mean, mm-hmm. um, I'm surrounded by very supportive people. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that's a big part of it, but yeah, no art, yeah. the industry is definitely a little, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we could like, um, give context to our listeners about what, cause like they, you know, like we have seen your, your art. Oh yes. Know. Oh my God. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, um, if you guys follow the critical <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram um it actually um I do um hand cut pieces so um I use um um customized reference photos and I take that I digitally posterize um, the image and from there I kind of have like a one piece cut of a cardstock paper from a black cardstock paper and becomes kind of like the image in a more abstract version and um, I usually recommend um, my clients to frame it with a double press glass frame and that's just kind of my piece um, and that's the what I specialize in um, and I actually learned my love for cutting and uh, like cutting paper <laughs> um, <laughs> cutting paper from architecture just because we do models all the time and um, we do like we laser cut we do all different types of die cutting so I think that was where it came from but yeah no I just started that I don't I don't even know where it came from to be honest guys like I just kind of was bored one day (laughs) just (laughs) I was like okay this is kind of fun (laughs) that's why it was quite hard for me to advertise it as like an art piece just because I was like oh is this well people want this (laughs) it's just so random (laughs) I'd want it I was like it's freaking I would uh, yeah and also but, people are buying really random stuff on the internet now that's, so that's yeah. true <laughs> sure so I was like okay and it wasn't like it was it didn't have a high demand so I was able I mean I'm still on my full-time job which was just amazing mm-hmm. and I get to work from home so everything's just at home so it's just mm-hmm. very I'm very grateful for um do you think like it was extremely like you know scary taking that jump from the well-established, you know, lifestyle to maybe just pursuing something that you love or pursuing your passion, basically. must have been scary. Uh, um, I think I'm still there. Okay. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think it's, I mean, my business is fairly new, so it's still, I'm, I still cannot even talk about it, like, out, like I cannot talk about it to my coworkers. <laughs> so if they're listening to this, like um, I Surprise. cannot. <laughs> I I don't know why. It's just I think it's a part of it where I'm just like, oh my god, like 
well, well, people think it's good. Like, I think everyone kind of has that sort of thing where um, I actually didn't want to tell my friends about it. <laughs> but then honestly, when I, when I did, that's when I got more orders and all that. So I think mm -hmm. I should just like, honestly, trust the process. Um, I'm still very much so scared. <laughs> but I think um, I still have my full time job. So um, I don't think I haven't taken a the biggest leap yet I think the time that I will be is when um, my business actually pays for the bills and all that that's when I think I'll take the biggest leap where I'm like you know what my full-time job deuces I'm just joking oh my god if you need <laughs> listening to this I love you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, no I Oh, yeah, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just gonna ask. Like, you said you started in January, right? But like, COVID hit in March. Yes. Did it, did it at all affect like how your business grew? I actually closed my business for um, the virus. I was just, I was honestly so paranoid, guys. <laughs> the whole, yeah, it was just a very. It was just. I think it was hard to handle my business along with everything that's going on. Um, I wanted to kind of. Um, put my time and energy on like what's going on <laughs> than my business so I did close it for commission and I actually opened my Etsy shop around the time that stage one was already open oh no 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 stage three was open mm -hmm. um, I did take um, certain orders but not all of them just because I didn't want to have like that exchange thing because it is it's still a physical product and it's kind of like a pickup right so I can't I don't know I was so very paranoid with it so I just kind of chose to close it which it didn't really yeah. it was okay I was able to do the things that I do um I kind of practiced all that but I had my full-time job still so I was very fortunate mm -hmm. to have that so I just kind of focused on my content um more than um serving clients I guess but um it was it was hard Corona, coronavirus guys I know no but I think I think like making decisions is making the right decisions during that time like people had to make all kinds of decisions when COVID hit um, oh for sure and and like without much like previous experience and like without knowing what's the right thing to do so yeah I think like you know like I I can't imagine having had to make those decisions like right away yeah but at the same time I've kind of like am grateful for it low-key just because I'm grateful for the time that I closed not necessarily like mm. oh my god yeah um <laughs> so I think it's just because I wasn't very much set up when I opened it in January yeah. so mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. I had like I had a reason to kind of keep it closed and just figure out mm -hmm. things and like figure out my branding figure out what I kind of want to focus on like selling I guess and that's why I was mm -hmm. able to establish my Etsy shop but um yeah no no one knew what to do with the whole thing I can't even believe like businesses with 20 years of being open I think that's a lot worse than me being three months open so yeah. <laughs> um sure. I, yeah like I it was awful for sure but also a lot of uh, I think the whole coronavirus thing also made a lot of people start their businesses right um mm. it's like mm -hmm. even like st I'm pretty sure you guys seen like a lot of stickers <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> people like yeah. off on TikTok exactly like, <laughs> 
just sorry. I I think I can speak for Sophia and I that like a lot of our friends from the Philippines suddenly became cooks and started selling their own bakers. Yeah, they're now bakers. So it's like. (laughs) yeah my sister my sister started a baking business but um I guess I wanted to ask like um it it would have been like for a lot of people it's hard to keep up with or to keep something like this you know like to to like to sustain it to, to maintain your your motivation to do something like this especially if if it's something that's coming all from you like no one's telling you to do it so right where does that come from oh my god um yeah no for sure I still get my days if you guys actually follow my Instagram um I there's just some sort of inconsistencies on the post (laughs) but it's 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 really hard to do this by yourself um Mm -hmm. but I mean I I love what I'm doing I think I think um my biggest motivation is being able to do this full time like you know this is something I do enjoy Um, custom work is I love doing um, so I really think that like that's kind of what motivates me is like oh my god one day I'll be able to like be big enough oh knock on wood but <laughs> be big enough to um, to be able to sustain myself with this kind of business because it's very um, it's a very specialized business so it's not necessarily like um, something that people will buy consistently or something like goods or candles Mm -hmm. like where if it's done you get to you get to repurchase it's not something like that so all the market all the marketing research all all the feasibility and all that is kind of still on the still in the back of my mind but um Mm -hmm. I do I do love what I do in the firm I work at um it actually when corona when corona hit um I was actually I used to be in the design um team where we do a lot of designs but because of the the virus um a lot of our design projects kind of were on pause for a bit Mm. so I had to work more on like the contract documents and all that which I think that's what made me more eager to work on my business just because um I did have that I I needed the creative plug (laughs) but yeah for sure that's I think that's 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 what it is that keeps me going I guess but there are days where um I'm just like oh my god like I'm just like I can't I can't do this (laughs) (laughs) As a small business owner, because you like recently opened right upright, yes. I guess, since stage three. Why yeah. like why do you think it's important that the greater community around you supports like smaller and local businesses? And like well, what do you think is like the best way we can support businesses? Not necessarily financially either. Like right. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I think it it hit me the most. Obviously, this year, I think it hit everybody the most this year. This whole supporting small businesses, just because um, ever since the virus hit, a lot of you know a lot of smaller businesses um, were hit by it, and they didn't really know. I mean, I'm pretty sure the government has some sort of um, like some sort of help coming their way but it's still different especially if it's like an Instagram business or a Facebook business um um and that's also why I I'm I'm very passionate about buying from small businesses and I think everyone should because the when the virus hit 
um, bigger corporations um, profited from that. Um, Mm. And um, I think it's just a small way of helping. Um, It means a lot to small businesses. Um, I have a few friends that started their own. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys are surrounded by people who started their own businesses. And I think this is a great year to support that. And I mean, I wish that it continues moving forward. Um, I mean, as, as simple as likes, shares, um, you know, comments, um, mm-hmm. recommendations. You don't necessarily have to buy just because I understand that some um I do understand and respect that artists specifically have um, have their own pricing, and sometimes they are quite high, and they're they are high for a reason. Um, people do their packaging on their own, mailing on their own, everything, right? So from sometimes these owner, I mean, this I know for a fact that I have a friend um, who just recently started her Etsy, and he just loves doing what he does, and didn't even account for like feasibility so he doesn't even know how much he's paying for packaging and all that so he he just kind of like priced it and it's in my in my um in my opinion it is um a low price for what he does so I I was like kind of telling him to up it just because it is I think um small businesses shouldn't be afraid of listing their products or their designs or their artworks for the price that they think can sustain them just because Mm -hmm. you know like it's 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 not there's no 10 people I mean 10 10 is actually small businesses there's no thousand employees like working on a product it's or machines working on it it's all Mm -hmm. just you know our hands so I think I think it's like so important to small these I mean Mm -hmm. to support the small businesses yeah for sure yeah, and there's something about small businesses that's like more personal and more. Yeah, you feel like you're you're in in when you're dealing with this these businesses, you're talking to a person and not like. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like, so yeah. sweet. All those tiny touches and every I think every piece is unique on it on its own, just because mm-hmm. it's handmade by an individual or a few people, mm-hmm. and that's like yeah. that's what makes it so special. Like it's yeah. definitely more a labor of love than it is just a product. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I am pretty sure these people don't even count in the hours that they work in. And like, yeah. um, you know, like it's, I, we get paid hourly in a retail job or, or, or by salary because of our time. But for this one, it's just, you have to take in so many things, right? And for mm-hmm. you to be able to price it, um, uh, yeah, because I, I do get I, I hear so many people who complain about small businesses about their prices. And I, I don't think that's fair. Just because you know, it's, <laughs> it's a small business. <laughs> yeah, it's a one-man operation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it's I mean, I, I you don't have to purchase just share like I think just show your support in the best way you could. Or mm-hmm. just even like talking to them, I think that's that makes their day, makes my day. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just we're gonna take a bit of a detour, but then hmm. we wanted to link back to what you said earlier about being heavily influenced by your father in terms of art pursuing architecture. Like yeah. could you expound a bit more on that? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so yeah, as I said, my dad is an architect. Um and I did 
I did try to, I did want to get into fine arts. I think it's just more of like, my parents kind of talked me into it. I did my research and I was too scared for the uncertainty of the art industry. Um, so I kind of tried to actually pursue architecture just because of the fact that it's um it kind of blends in like science and art and math um mm -hmm. which i did love in high school so that was kind of like a very big bonus for me um mm -hmm. but i do understand the people who did want to take art and that's you know and but their parents wanted them to take nursing that's so hard yeah. i do have a couple of friends that are like that and um i i can't even i don't even know what sometimes to tell them because it's like honestly though it's a different generation now i think yeah. like i think it the concept of a starving artist isn't as like isn't as taboo as it was before mm -hmm. just because I know mm -hmm. a lot of creatives a lot of artists that are thriving like you know but for obviously for Filipinos Filipinos who were born and were raised and who started a family in the Philippines they kind of saw that as of like there's no artists in the Philippines or like a traditional artist in the Philippines that actually makes money, you know, that's how mm -hmm. they saw it. So um, I did respect that and I do understand that, but it is quite unfair when it is being pushed in, um, in, a, in a mindset of someone who lives in Canada, who's grateful enough to have mm -hmm. all these courses, all these programs, all these support to for your talents. And I think, um, I mean, my parents never, um, my parents were very, I was very generous. I was very fortunate enough to have my parents very supportive, be very supportive mm -hmm. of my, um, my, my career goals. Um, but mm -hmm. that was a big thing in my mind. Like it wasn't even, it didn't even have to be my parents. I think it was just, I never saw a successful like Filipino artists I think that was a big part of it that I'm just like I mean there's no I think there's also no like famous architect <laughs> in the Philippines or any famous architecture in the Philippines which kind of sucks um and I do wish there was and I think that kind of mindset was um I think we're very misrepresented um when mm. we did kind of grow up in the philippines because i did so um and i think a part of us i know you guys are very either we can sing we can dance we can draw it's one or the other like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's either that and i think filipinos are known for it right like it's it's a part of it but at the same time we're not we're not kind we're not um encourage to pursue that as a career because I think yeah. our parents want us to be professionals wants us to be this mm. um and yeah. I mean my dad only told me it's like pursue this and if you don't like it you can pursue whatever you want and I think mm -hmm. um I did like it it's just more so like um architecture is a good backup I even um um I was telling my friends I was telling my my family I love what I'm doing it is creative um but I think I think it's definitely my backup <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and I think a lot of artists are going through that um a lot worse than me just because they're in a field right now that 
don't involve creativity and it sucks because it's like mm. that whole art aspect is kind of caged and it's it's it sucks but I don't know there's just I don't know like I I have a lot of Filipino friends um and now they're like they are pursuing photography um mm. um being a tattoo artist like that's still so taboo with Filipinos I think but mm. guys they may they they get good like money they, <laughs> they make bank <laughs> um, they do so I'm just like honestly sometimes you just kind of have to sit your parents down and just be like hey you know what like it's not the same here yeah. <laughs> especially yeah. yeah and I think our generation is definitely going to change the old generation here at least just because um uh like most of I think even my my friends, their parents are also immigrants, even though they were born here, right? Like I think that's how mm. I I I mean a lot of them are. Their generation is still kind of okay Filipino mentality, even if it, they're mm. in Canada, and that's good. Mm. Like I mean, having culture is good, and I love the Filipino mm. culture. It's just you know sometimes the bad mentalities are still there. No, for <laughs> sure. I think I like how you mentioned, though, that um, it's, it's a different mentality if you grew up and you had different experiences here in the Philippines. Um, like, we, we talk about it a lot in our previous episodes, how um, it's, it's, it's different here than it is there because it's just a different country, a different culture, a different... And, and our parents, well, their generation went through... A whole different kind of they had different experiences and so that plays into what they they want for their kids obviously and I, I I like how you mentioned that it's just a different mentality and that we re- we respect them for it it's not like okay you're not supposed to think that way kind of thing yeah you know? it's like it comes from somewhere it's not unfounded like, yeah yeah, yeah no, I, I just wanted to mention that yeah and I think it just it does honestly I don't think it happens to just creatives I am pretty sure like I I've I've my sister kind of play has a fair share of that kind of mentality <laughs> where um um going into a program that doesn't necessarily have a certainty of career mm-hmm. path kind of freaks them out it just freaks them out they don't like it yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I think it's just like if it's like not nursing if it's not engineering <laughs> like it's yeah for them it's just like a, a kind of like a no-go which is very slightly toxic but I mean if mm-hmm. I, I think people should pursue what they think they can pursue mm-hmm. um but yeah, it is a yeah. very it's a very um, taboo topic yeah. with Filipino parents. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we no, wanted to we... bring up the fact that, for example, so basically you're you're in a pretty unique position in the sense that you can all, you've managed to find yourself a sustainable source of income, yet at the same time could manage to pursue your passion on the side. And we just wanted to ask, like. Is there something that you've learned from balancing these two aspects of your life and that that nice little Venn diagram that you really find yourself in? 
Um, yeah, um, actually, yes, it is. It is very time consuming having to have um, your full time job and my business just because I can only do my business during um, after work hours or the weekends. Um, I think a big, um, I would say like a, the big factors that are very important to me are um, obviously people who support me, like my friends, my family, they're a big part of it. Um, they do understand that like I can, I I think they, my friends actually understand that like I won't have time that much to hang out just because that's also why I'm, I'm grateful for the time that I have isolated just because I was able to grow my business and do this on my own with my family and with the support of like the online community, obviously. Um, but other, uh, I think the whole work-life balance situation, it is tough. I don't think it is for everybody. Um, I, it is, it is, I think, um, difficult to be able to balance that. Obviously I have, um, a significant other too. So that adding that to my everyday schedule or like even just my monthly planning it's it is you kind of have to um, be very productive throughout the day in order to be successful with both and I think no one tries to get into this sort of situation having a full-time job and a small business while being mediocre at both you know like you kind of want to do best at both so you you do have to give up certain things, a lot of things. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I find it very satisfying. I enjoy what I do. And I think it's just um, the understanding of your peers, the understanding of your family, knowing that you're there, even though you don't, you don't necessarily have that much time. But yeah, I, I see my, I still see my friends. I um I still see um people very often it's just that I even tell them to come hang out here while I do my work or like all that so that was definitely like a big um, adjustment to that just because they um I I had all the free time in the world during September to December of 2019 just because guys like honestly out of being out of school like you're free as a bird <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like you, you you feel like I don't know like you can stay up and not not have like you know constant dreams about your homework or your <laughs> I don't know like it's just it's different and I hung out with them all the time and then January came with my business it was kind of like okay I need to kind of set stone but honestly I also missed I think that's also why I started this business is because I missed having such a busy schedule because I'm my in Ryerson architecture you actually have 150 percent course load oh wow so it's it's a lot of studio hours and courses and you cannot you have to take all of them or else you're not you have to wait a year until you take the next one just because you're like a block course so mm. you have to wait for the next group which is next year so you have to keep you have to take those courses. You can't, there's, it's hard to have a part-time, um, it's hard to have a part-time schedule with our program. So I think having that and then having to be working nine to five job 
it was kind of like a relief but at the same time I missed the like rush as I honestly started this business because <laughs> it was kind of like okay I need to keep myself busy this is gonna I'm gonna lose my mind but it all worked out <laughs> um you said a while ago that obviously this isn't something everyone can do like having their own business as well as having their own job mm-hmm. what advice would you give to people who are considering that or who haven't yet figured out like what they want to do with their career or like whether or not their passion is worth fully pursuing or whether they should just stick to something else first and pursue their passion later like what would you say to them uh I think that's like a hard one just because I think it's different for for a lot of different businesses um the like baking industry um is definitely different if I love baking honestly I wish I did um I'd like bake away and I honestly I encourage all my friends to start their own just out of like their hobbies I think you have to really 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 love um what you're making or what you're producing your services you have to really love it in order for you to be successful at it I guess mm-hmm. I, do, I don't consider myself successful yet but I think I think being able to like constantly do it throughout like the week or throughout your um like your daily activities you have to really love it <laughs> like, um mm-hmm. and at the same time it helps when you're not drained by your full-time job so mm-hmm. um I think that I'm very fortunate enough to have a good full-time job and like a side hustle that I like enjoy doing um but I think that's what it is it's like you will make time for anything you want and I and that's a big thing because I'm pretty sure the people who started their cooking their business I mean their baking all this they love what they're doing they can't just like do that and not love it (laughs) yeah a lot of work (laughs) but yeah I think that's the biggest thing and I'm pretty sure a lot of small businesses love what they're doing that's also why I want everyone to support small businesses because they clearly don't do it for money they don't like it's um especially for somebody who has a full-time job like I have like you know like if you do want a small business I don't think you should get I don't think you should set it up knowing you're gonna earn money from it I think you should set it up because you truly want Mm -hmm. your products to be shared by um to the community or to your friends or to your family but other than that I think that's just my advice I is that's a hard one but yeah that's all all good um (laughs) I guess to close we're gonna do a little fun series where I ask you questions and the first thing you come into your mind is like I guess your answer like a rapid fire yeah Um, it's like fast stuff okay oh god okay okay (laughs) let me know if you're ready for it okay this makes me so anxious (laughs) (laughs) literally the first thing that comes into your mind no judgment absolutely no judgment sounds good so the first one what is your favorite food favorite food oh god why am I so nervous um uh, <laughs> I would say um honestly bread like I love bread 
<laughs> we love carbs. Yeah, I love carbs. Yeah. But guys, honestly, I'm on a keto diet, so I can't have carbs. Oh no, <laughs> that's painful, but, dude. Uh, it's so painful. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I do love bread. I think my mom and my sister love bread, so I think I grew up with bread. I love bread. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Okay, second question: Happiness is blank. Happiness is, I would say, passion. I guess it's what you like to do. But yeah. Uh, next one. Last show you binged. Oh God, I just bit. I just literally <laughs> finished one right now. Um, what is it called? Oh. <laughs> oh my God! Wait, I forgot. Oh, um, guys, I'm, I'm currently, um, very into anime. So hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm binging. Orange. I actually binged Erased. Oh. If you guys have watched that, oh, Erased. Yo, I watched Erased. It's amazing. So good. But I binged that one. I'm I'm very new to anime. I just have to say, um, but I'm taking recommendations. Thank okay, you. we have a lot. I have a lot. Yeah, I have a lot. I have a lot also. <laughs> yes, I'm very new to it. So yeah, I binged Erased. It was such a good show. Uh, next okay. question. Song you've been recently playing on repeat. Oh my god, I hate this. <laughs> okay, I am not, I hate this. Oh my god. Okay, I'm not musically inclined at all. I'm musically illiterate. I'm just putting that out there. But because my sister and my boyfriend are very much addicted to Blackpink, I've been like, <laughs> I've been listening to that nonstop. I honestly don't even know the title, but I'm pretty sure I can sing it. I'm not going to sing it. But. <laughs> I know the lyrics to it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I respect Korean um, K-pop. It's amazing. It's just that it was a world that was kind of forced to me. <laughs> it wasn't, I jumped into it. But yeah, for sure, I think it's, it's that. It's suddenly in your area, so to speak. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm surrounded by it. I can't. It's good. I love Blackpink. Like, it's really good. It's just that I didn't plan on it. I didn't plan on it. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> That's fair. Yes. Getting into that world, but yes. <laughs> okay, next question. One thing on your bucket list. Um, I, bucket list, I do, I want to travel to all the great, um, what do you call that? Seven wonders of the world. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's my bucket list. I'm, um, I, I've been to the Taj Mahal, mm-hmm. breathtaking. Oh. <laughs> I think it's the most breathtaking view ever. Um, I've, I think traveling, I just love traveling. I've traveled to over 30 countries Oh, and, wow. yeah it's really it's it's honestly my it's my flex <laughs> I had to say it <laughs> but it's like I do love traveling I think I, I this whole this whole virus thing was this is over I'm just gonna travel and see the world but yeah, yeah. that's definitely uh, my bucket list on the note of the pandemic what is for you a silver lining of corona oh my god um I think silver lining of corona is um being able to solidify my business I think that's a part of it and also I think even my firm they were able to kind of find advancements on like work from home situations you know um even for me because I think my firm is actually planning to have like 50 percent of their employees work from home from now on 
which I, I think for people who choose who wants to work from home and I truly like working from home <laughs> but I think that's a good I think that's a good silver lining for a lot of like architecture businesses engineering any anybody who has like the work from home um situation but uh I think that's a silver lining I was actually I moved I moved to the basement and was able to we actually had a tenant here before and I was able to kind of like I pay rent and all that but my parents asked me to pay rent <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, it is I think it, it I mean I needed a bigger space mm-hmm. for all my stuff and I think that was a silver lining to kind of have that step forward in my life sort of thing because mm-hmm. my room is quite small for everything that I kind of need I have I need a work set up I need like my business table set up so that was kind of um, a big push for me. But yeah, I, I think there's a, quite a bit of silver linings throughout all of this. A lot of like knowledge for everybody, I guess. Mm. But yeah, that's yeah. like a few of them. Uh, okay, next question. One thing about the Filipino culture you would want to share with someone who's curious to know more about it? Um, specifically or like like food like what are anything about the Filipino culture uh, I mean, my, thing you would mention. my favorite part is the food it has yeah. to be yeah. um yeah I think every time every time someone's like oh like I think every time when I traveled too, a lot of people were so confused by my <laughs> I, th- I did my exchange in Germany um, um oh, yeah, I did my I did my last semester in Germany, and I think they were fairly confused by me being a Filipino but having nationality of a Canadian. I don't think they were kind of confused by that. But um, I I I I think that's the biggest thing that I wanted them to know about the Philippines is the food. Like I I tried to cook, guys. Wasn't successful, but I tried. <laughs> but I think, uh, yeah. yeah, I think that was like, um, that was a big thing that I, I, I kind of wanted them to know. I tried to make those like lumpia things where you dip it in vinegar. The yeah. the big ones, the one yeah, with vegetables yeah, yeah. inside. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I tried to make those. They were they were like, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's the food. It has to be the food. Okay, next question. What is one thing you would tell your past self? Honestly, take a chill pill. <laughs> oh my god. I took, uh, guys, I took high school way too seriously. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like, I feel like now thinking about university, like why? Why was I, why was I so eager to have high marks in high school when like, everything's gonna fail in university I'm just joking (laughs) but uh, I mean the universe is a whole beast I think so it was like a hard transition but I think honestly just don't stress just relax take I think that's a good way to say it (laughs) yeah yeah I guess to close do you have anything you want to say that you haven't yet said to our audience about your platform your business or like anywhere they could reach you or anything like that yeah, um, you can reach me through my um, business Instagram. It's called the Create and Cut Lab. It's the Create and A and D Cut Lab. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that's just like you can email me. That's the same thing. It's all in there. Um, and guys, like, 
um, you know, just support um, platforms that support your values. I'm not going to make it political. There's a time and place for that. But, you know, just just be kind. <laughs> Everybody yeah. just choose kindness over everything. Oh, my God. Everything's going on. U.S. elections, all this rallies. I think everyone just kind of needs to you know also take a break it's okay take a break from social media because i do it often um but yeah be kind guys be kind love one another (laughs) so thank you so much um francesca for coming oh my god thank you so much guys thank you you so much it was so nice hearing like we were talking about this earlier like your perspective is very different from like, I guess where we are right now, we're still in university, but we're also in the sciences. So it was just nice to hear your perspective on, on things. Um, yeah, thank you for sharing that. Oh with my God, us. thank you for inviting me. This was awesome. It's been great. Um, sorry for talking a lot. <laughs> no, we love it. I love it. <laughs> we want to hear you. Oh my God, is, so this gonna, <laughs> is this going to be we're edited? Because so I feel I feel like I talked too much, but thank no, you guys. No, it's okay. Um, yes, thank you so much. This was awesome. I had so much fun. Um, but yeah. One thing you mentioned was like, you haven't met any Filipino architects or artists who inspired you when you're young, when you were younger. So I really hope that you become that for other people. I think yes. Really like <laughs> yes. Wait. I think she's muted. Anything she's saying. Uh oh. Wait, I don't know. Uh, we we can't hear you. What happened? Oh I no. Have no idea. Damn, we love Zoom. Oh my gosh, Zoom really be be testing us today hello can you hear me yes yeah, oh there okay. yes Perfect. oh god okay awesome okay, sorry we'll, we'll, we'll edit that out don't worry <laughs> <edit> <laughs> wow guys this is fun good job i hope you guys keep doing this i'll listen to it for thank sure you. thank you but, thank you um, and i guess to close um thank you so much to shy Dal, who is our editor who will be ed- editing this episode and to jsyr on spotify who makes our intro um, thank you again, Fran, for sharing your story with us. And we hope to see you guys, or I hope you guys listen to um, our episode and tune in in two weeks. Bye for now. Bye. 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 Bye.